sunrise on a Saturday. I'm headed out to the lake, just my buddy and me. Got my boat hooked up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high on luck, I ain't ever coming down. Time to back the boat down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a wind sack. That's a life of a fisherman you wouldn't understand. Something you can't fill on dry land. You gotta get your arms way up in a cab. Set the hook on smallmouth bass and then you'll understand. Gotta get your hands on a shamari and a jeal and try to bet you like what you feel. Step on a day and give the world. Hello and welcome to my world. little Tyler Waller right there guys uh with a with my world that song right there if you guys haven't heard it before resonates with me on so many levels it's utterly fantastic uh Tyler's actually in the in uh uh in Ohio I believe I think that's right and uh and is uh is is an avid angler and a school teacher and a musician and just a guy of many many talents and uh, I heard him play that song uh, in Pittsburgh uh, last year. Um, we were all up there uh, for a uh, for a clinic and for a class with Angler, and uh, got, and that song he sang that in, as an acoustic, and it just it resonated with me heavy. You guys have heard me use it before, but um, I don't know. I just felt like felt like kicking it off the show tonight with that thing. So uh, so so big thanks, Tyler. Absolutely love that. Um, you guys have already got a packed house tonight, man. We've already got a ton of folks in here. Danny's in the house. Dwayne Wally, what's up, buddy? Uh, Garrett Pate, what's up, brother? Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, uh, Shelly, uh, Jamie Broad, Dwayne Wally, what's up, brother? And uh, uh, you guys go check out Tyler. He just reminded me. Yeah, good shout out, bro. On another line on YouTube. And on Facebook, I'll drop his links when I'm done with all this down in the description box. But uh, y'all can grab that song on iTunes and I think just about everywhere else. Uh, it's uh, it's phenomenal. It's a great, great, uh, great, great thing and something you're going to start hearing more of because I'm actually going to try to see if I can work him into letting me use that regularly. Um, that song just uh, it just resonates with me for some reason. It's just really, really good. So make sure y'all check that out. If you're an angler and you spent time on the water, it's uh, it's good stuff. Craig, Craig's in the house. Derek Brundle, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Uh, welcome to night number two. I guess let's slow the back. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's get this thing right. Let's get this thing going right. Y'all ready? Let's get this thing going. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We are presented to you guys from by Fish USA. Uh, Fish USA is America's tackle shop. One of my favorite things about what they've got going on right now. And about this kind of this this kind of lull, right? We're in this kind of funk between coming off the end of last season and getting ready for the Super Bowl of this season, and all the tournaments start kicking off. 
this is the time now to start rigging your kayaks, getting your lines, your new line, your reels, changing out tackle boxes. You guys know I just moved a bunch of my stuff to Plano's new Edge series. You can find all of that stuff, all of that rigging goods at fishusa.com. They are America's tackle shop. So make sure that you guys check them out. Uh, as always, you can use code uh, hashtag, uh, not hashtag, that's my hashtag, but you can use the code tag your dreams uh, when you check out at Fish USA and save, uh, save a little cash there. Gives them a little nod. Let them know you're giving a little support to me, a little support to the show, letting them see a little return on their investment by letting them know that, that, that you guys heard it from me to go check them out. So, of course, uh, you know, would definitely love to hear that. Um, secondly, Chad threw down a gauntlet yesterday afternoon on episode 27, 28. I don't remember which one it was. Um, uh, straight up, guys, if you hashtag, you guys go in and share this, right? So two things I want you guys to do. I want you to go in the comment section right now and let us know where you're watching from. Secondly, I want you to go in and uh, and drop a share. When you drop that share, do this. Uh, whether you're pulling for, for the professor tonight, Brad Case, in the 10 or any of the other 10 guys that are going to be in here in this competition, we want you to drop in a hashtag, share this video, and hashtag DZ the 10, and then tag whichever one of these guys it is that you think is going to pull this out down at the Kissimmee Sport, uh, down at the Kissimmee Chain um, in Florida later on this month. So do that. Chad's going to pick one of those um, when we wrap up all of these shows, and one of you guys is going to take home a $1,000 gift card for DZ products. And I'm telling you guys right now, <laughs> My rig is rigged out with DZ. You cannot go wrong with that thousand dollar gift card to DZ. So constantly giving, constantly doing different things. Um, I also have been given the pleasure and the privilege to uh, to talk about payouts for the 10 championship, which hasn't really been done yet. So we're going to do that at some point in time tonight. <laughs> all the guys in the tent are like, really? We're not doing that right now? No, I don't think we're going to do that right now. I want to talk to Brad a little bit. And then to be honest with you guys, I uh, I think we're just going to bring that up. I, I think we'll just find a spot in the show and uh, maybe we'll just drop this. Maybe we'll just drop the graphic on the screen. Maybe we'll talk about it. Brad's been in a tent before. So, but we're going to talk about pay payouts. We will not hang up the, from this show tonight without announcing the payouts for, uh, for the 10 uh, this season. And guys, I'm telling you right now, I asked twice if they sent the right graphic over when I got the final verdict. So um, definitely going to be good stuff. So let's see who we got going on here tonight. Parker Jones is in the house. Uh, Case, I know that's your boy right there, right? Parker Jones. Uh, Brundle's in the house. Uh, Robert, Garrett Pate, Kevin. Uh, Timmons is going on in the house. Uh-oh, the big man himself, Mr. Hoover. What up, buddy? How are you, man? Um, so like I said, he put uh, hashtag DZ the 10 and the angler's name. He's going to, we're going to pick a thousand dollar winner for that a little bit later on. Uh, what we're doing with these next 11 days of, of conversation. If you guys missed last night's episode, go back and check that out. Um, we had three out of the four champions of, uh, of, of the 10 on last night and, uh, and just kind of talked a little bit about what was going on in and around, um, you know, uh, the, the events in the 10 competition that they had been a part of. And, uh, and then we're going to roll into a different conversation every single night um, with the different 10 competitors. We're going to have one of these guys on every single night for the next 11 days. 
counting tonight at 8.30 Eastern time. So make sure you guys check that out. If you missed last night and you don't want to watch the video, maybe you're driving to work tomorrow, you can find that on a, on all of your major podcast platforms. Go in and look up Scott Butcher's The Way In, and it's on every major podcast platform. Uh, our team here, big shout out, Jonathan, already got those up and loaded for me. He had those loaded this morning at like 7 a.m. So much love here. Uh, much love there. Thank you, brother, for getting that done for me. It's a team effort around here to get this show done, to get everything up and rolling. But without further ado, guys, y'all ain't here to see me. Y'all are here to see the professor, Mr. Brad Case. Let me unmute his mic and get ready to bring him up here on screen. Uh, this is a guy that uh, that I, I – there's no other way to say it. Like, call it what you want to call it. I love this dude. This dude is a, is a man among men. Every room that he's in, uh, you know that he's there. Uh, he's a gentle giant, but he's also a giant that will get done when it needs to get done. And uh, the dude is uh, is is uh, y'all notice my hat I'm rocking tonight. Uh, you know, big shout out to him. He's a 33 year military uh, army veteran. Uh, he's a Purple Heart recipient. He's uh, he's a dude that just always goes above and beyond and does things the right way. He got into this space. Um, well, I'll tell you what, let's talk to Barrett. Let's talk to Brad about it. Let's get into that a little bit. Uh, you guys, please welcome, smash that heart button, smash that like button, and help me welcome Mr. Brad Case, the professor, to the show. What's up, sir? How are you? Hey, everybody. Doing fine. Doing fine, Scott. You look good, man. You get did you get some dinner down. I saw you doing that. You're doing the the army the army shovel. Yes, pretty fast. Pretty fast. <laughs> did you ever like? I can't get out of that. My wife says I still eat like a marine. I mean, did you ever get out of that, or is that still normal for you? Last five years. I did more business in my in one of the dining facilities overseas when I did overseas than I did back at our office because that's where all the team members would come in and they would come in and check in during the meals. So I could sit there and visit with each one of the team leaders as they came through before they go back out and got more done there than I even meeting or anything like that. So it was kind of funny that we did all our meetings in the chow hall. <laughs> right. so I Low, so I could be able to meet up with all of them. Whatever it takes, right? Like, uh, you know, get the get the yeah. job done wherever it takes, however it takes it. Makes yes. makes perfect sense. Make per makes perfect sense. I got a I got a comment here stuck on my screen. I'm trying to get that off of there. There we go. I see Jody um, and all yeah. the guys over there. Parker, Jody, and Jerry. Yeah, we we got you got yeah. folks, man. You got folks turning turning in from all over the place, man. Indiana, Texas, Florida, yeah. Mississippi. Funny. Vermont. I mean, dude, you 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 bring an audience with you, huh? Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> well, well. So tell me a little bit about what's going on, man. What what's what's going on right now? Like, what what have you been doing the last couple of days? How, you know, how how's life treating you in this little bit of a down season for you? I know you're a dude that stays busy. Well, usually in my down season, like you mentioned earlier, it's time to uh, get all the reels redone, cleaned up, polished up, oil, grease, whatever. New rods built. If I need to build any tips, it's changed or changed out when I find them bad. And even eyes, now that I found a few of those bad. Uh, of course, new rods when I need that. Getting everything ready. Trying to find a new trailer so I can have something that I don't have to lift so high. And just working on a little bit of everything. Getting it all ready for, what, two weeks away, three weeks away. Yeah. The fun starts. Well, now, now, when you're home like this, because you are a guy and your whole, I mean, really your whole marriage, not that I know the inside and in and outs of your, of your relationship, but I mean, you're, you, you guys have, have learned to live away from each other pretty well. So how is it when you come back home 
and, and you're kind of, you know, you're under mama's roof again. <laughs> well, we kind of kept it the same way after coming back. She wanted me to kind of take over some of the stuff. I said, no, no, I'm going to be fishing. You can just keep it going. So she lets me know every time again, every now and then that uh, you're spending a little bit too much money on fuel or you might need to uh, win a tournament so you can pay for your next tournament, something like that. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. Love it. Keep, keep showing the toes though, right? Oh, yes. Now, now I, I, I had a little birdie ring me earlier in my eardrum and tell me that uh, that you've done some hunting over the last couple of days and and that that we may you you may be watching them frogs because that's that's how you got to see now. I mean, are you are you struggling in the stand these days, Brad? I seem to be. I was checking out my eyes yesterday in the stand, and I closed my right eye, and everything was kind of blurry. Of course, that's the bad eye. That's the one that's got stitches all in it. <laughs> and the uh, right eye looked pretty good, so I got to make sure. And the problem was, my left eye was my shooting eye. So now I got I shoot with right handed, so it kind of messes me up because I keep wanting to throw up left handed first. But I can learn learned a while back in the military to shoot both ways, so it didn't make that much difference because you never know what corner you might have to shoot around. But and uh, so it does make a difference, and I'm beginning to wonder if I need my eyes checked again. Well, now you 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 I mean you're a hell of a hunter, a hell of an outdoorsman. You're I mean you're 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 a hell of an angler, which is why you're here and why you're going to this event. But I mean, the last couple of days, you're good friends with Dwayne, Tony X is Dwayne, Dwayne Wally, and you guys got in the wood and you, and you took a couple of shots and and y'all still haven't found that blood trail, right? He never left the trail of blood anywhere, and I know I hit him twice, possibly three times, and it's not to say anything bad about my shooting, but I know the bullet. I've used it once before and it seemed that the bullet would penetrate and go right on through and not, not mushroom out. Yeah. I've seen it happen before with me. And I think that's part of the problem. Either I'm too close because last year I used the same bullet and it, uh, at 175 yards out and hit and they dropped, but close in, it does not seem to want to do that. It just goes right through. I got you. All right. So, so I, 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 I don't, I don't want to gloss over, 33 years uh, of service, but I also know that, that you're, you know, that you, that you, you know, you're a very prideful guy and I don't, I don't want to gloss over that, but, but, but 33 years you came home and, and then uh, how did you find these little plastic boats? Like fill us in, let's go back a little bit before we dive off into further into the 10. Uh, I mean, Brad, Brad, what was the, what was the connection, bro? Where did, where did you come into finding these little plastic boats that, that we've come to love so much in this community? I used to fish, and I still have it, little 10-foot aluminum boat. My son has it now. Of course, he has one of my commanders also. And I used that, and it was a narrow one. I said, I need something narrower than that. And I go down to a Bassmasters Classic and 08, I think, whenever it was in New Orleans. And there's this big ball-headed guy sitting back at the lower level by Chad Hoover. And I talked with him. He showed me his book. He talked a little bit about it. And I, my wife listened to it. And we go back up. And I, this was after coming back from being wounded in Iraq. So I've already been back. And she says, you know, that might be good. So I hummed told about it till probably January or February before I signed up with KBF then and went to the plastic kayak and started from there. And I enjoyed it ever since. It's been great. It's a good therapy for me until you forget like 
one of my friends, if you, he doesn't take his medication, you know it when we lose a fish. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. But now you're, you're, I mean, everything about you, I mean, you're, you're, like I said before, leading into it, I'm not kissing you, but you know, I love you. You're, you're a man's man. You're a guy's guy. You do things the right way. But, but, but when you walk into a room, I mean, everything, your, your, your trailer, like you can't ride by and not know that that's Brad Case's rig. The way that you rig your boat is so much different than others. You, you spend, you spend 90% of your time fishing, standing up, uh, you know, in, in, in your wildy. And so uh, explain to us a little bit about why that system's set up for you and, and why you, why you spend as much time as you do on your feet. Well, I was noticing that yesterday, uh, standing in the stand, I was standing three hours in that stand. I don't think I ever sat down. It's because of the, I had a broken back, still broken, but it's fused on two of them. And I, it's just, it hurts when I sit too long. And between bad knees and a bad shoulder, it makes it easier to stand for me to fish because it doesn't bother my knees being bent or straight out. It doesn't hurt the back as bad. And I can cast more without having to use the shoulder. I use the lower part of the arm. And I've always done it. The reason the rods are down front, as I mentioned before, I fish sloughs and swamps most of the life. So fishing under the uh, poplar and the uh, cypress, you had to have your rods down. You couldn't have them up. Or, and that was the main problem. And you don't want one up and all of a sudden hit a red wall's nest and you didn't know it was there and find it because you don't have but one place to go. And that's underwater. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. But you, you've rigged your, I mean, you set up your, your, I mean, you're very, you're, you're very methodical in, in how you lay out your rig and how you do things. Um, I've got, I've had the pleasure to fish with you. You've been here. You've been, you've been, you've been to my home. We've gotten to fish locally together. And, and, and I, you know, I've got to see you out, you know, down, down, you know, down uh, at the NC this year, I got to go out and do some filming and some taping and stuff with you and around you and watch you in that tournament setting as well. And you're very methodical in how you do things. You don't even have to look if you go, and, and, you know, and you take a strike, you're able to reach right down almost without even looking. It's second nature for you to, to follow, to, to go back up with a follow-up rig or net or setup, whatever. Uh, tell us a little bit about your preparation and getting ready for tournament ready. What makes what you put into it going into it so much more advanced than what I feel like so many others are doing? Well, I start out, I know where, and I think everybody does in a sense, know which rod is which, but I do see sometimes somebody's reaching back and they're trying to find one specific rod that they want. When my layout in the front and there are four holders with one across the top, I usually have six, maybe sometimes seven rods. So I already know where exactly each one of them is, where I want to go back with a creature bait, a worm, another frog, a toad, or spinnerbait, chatterbait, it's all laying there. So I know which one I got to go and choose. The hardest part is only using six or seven rods and knowing that, oh man, I got each rod designed and built with a line for specific baits. So if I carry three frogs, that cuts me back to three others. So do I carry three frogs or do I carry two and come out with a chatterbait, a Creature bait. Mm, what do I do for the other one? You know, that's kind of how it goes. I feel yeah. like I feel like watching you, BC. I, I feel like Prof, you you're you're having this conversation the same way that you're having it now, live on the show. Like you're at the back of your truck at your trailer rig, and you're having this conversation out loud with yourself, right? 
Yes. And I know I can always come back to it or the next day, but a lot of times I want to carry extra or carry, I won't carry, I may carry one frog pre-fishing and see. And it's like when I won the, uh, the river, three rivers, the first time they did it. Yeah. I went in there and they've been hitting the road and they tore it up pre-fishing the uh, top toad. And I use a swim bait up on top and let it paddle tail. And they wouldn't hit neither one of them. They just would not hit them. They wouldn't, they short struck the paddle tail swim bait just a little bit. And as soon as I put the uh, spro frog out there and barely move it, they were nailing it. So they still wanted something on top. They just didn't want it aggressive or subtle. They didn't want it really subtle. So that's just things you got to look at and try to figure out from there. And the next year they wanted something more underwater than on top. They hit some top, but they, they were tearing it up on like a chatterbait. Yeah. Well, now this isn't your first trip to the 10. You've you, this is, this is actually your second event into the 10. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, about your first time in and Brad, before you get there, let me take a quick break with you guys. Let me, if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh in. Uh, we're having a conversation here with Brad Case. I want you to drop in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. Go in and smash this share. Uh, go in and smash this this video. Share it up. If you share it up and you use hashtag DZ the ten and you tag Brad or any of the other eleven competitors in this uh, in this event, um, uh, you're going to be entered in for an opportunity to win a thousand dollar gift card from DZ. Uh, secondly, guys, I've got right here, just below here in the in on the screen the uh, the payout. So if all ten of our uh, of our ten guys are in here. You guys sound off and let, let me know in the comment section that you're here and that you're ready to hear the uh, the payout schedule. And I think we'll get into that here in just a minute. But Brad, bro, take us into your first event into the 10 and 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 your experiences in your first year. All right. Just I want to answer Nathan's question. Uh, well, Nicholas's question there. Oh, they're not torpedoes. These are creek chub injured manners here. Uh, Topwater prop bait. That I've liked that I've used over the years. So that's what that bait is. <coughs> Let's see, Brad's trailer to set up. Just say, okay. And it's, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brad's, already, Brad's already all in the comments. He's a people's champ, guys. He's a people's champ. <laughs> so back to your question again, Scott. I'm short minded. I don't forgot it. No, you're good, boss. I, I your your first experience into the 10. I want to say you came in in the second event. Uh, I want to say it's 2017. Tell us about your experience at the 10, the first go around. It was interesting to me. I mean, we're fishing a, uh, a, I, I call it a sand pit. I know it wasn't sand pit, but it's a uh, mining pits there. And they're great. For, I think phosphorus or something to that effect, but they have a lot of availability for fish, but they, they're really uh, picky there in those locations a lot of times. And we just happen to hit it at the time of the year that one day they might be good in the lake and the, and the next day they may not. So it's a little bit of difference to fish there. Uh, and it was also 35 degrees, I think, that morning when we hit the water and it only got up to about high 40s or low 50s all those days there. So it was a little bit different than what I'm used to. Cause I usually don't fish too much January. It's usually still hunting, but now we're going a little bit farther south. Water's going to be a little bit warmer, so it ought to be real interesting. Should be more into my type of area. I, I to be honest with you, I think it lines up to be a lot like your type of area. Um, I, 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 I think, I think you're going to be a guy to. Uh, I mean, I think you're always a guy to compete with. 
but uh but i, I really feel like this is going to be some fishing that's going to be your style if temperatures line up and we'll see how things play out you know the last couple times with the tiers all around i think chad's in the comments i think he can correct me but i think i think last year yeah we saw like 24 degrees that morning when everybody launched so you know it, you know it has the potential to have those cold fronts we're going to be a little further south uh, you know, we're going to be down, uh, you know, thanks to big part to Kissimmee sports and everything that those guys have, have done and how that and how that whole area has kind of ra rallied around KBF and the 10 coming down here for this event. You guys are going up in some phenomenal lodging and fishing some phenomenal waters here. And you guys are chasing a whole lot of money. Brad, are you got any interest in finding out what kind of money that that is? Of course. Of course. Did I not ask a little bit of, ahead of time? You did. You did. did ask. You uh, did. I think a lot of us want to that we should break the money on down while they went into 10 because we all struggled and fought to get there and it's a it's an honor to be able to be, say we're in the 10 i think it's an honor when everybody can say they're in the top 20 though really and no, yeah no absolutely absolutely well guys i threw up on the screen right here uh uh the uh the graphic for the interviews that we're doing over the next couple of weeks, I actually need to blow one up here on my screen so that way I can see it. Um, but obviously right here, guys, uh, this is every single night for the next uh, next 11 days. Tonight, we're here talking with Mr. Brad Case. Tomorrow, we got Mr. Jamie Broad. Mr. Casey Reed comes in uh, on January 4th. Uh, uh, last year's The 10 champion, Mr. Cody Milton, uh, comes into play. Uh, Sunday night, the KBF kid, Dylan Fuqua, uh, is going to be in the house. This kid is 15 years old. Brad, I want to touch on a little bit once we're done with this. I want to touch on the uh, the 42 year age gap in the house between you and Dylan, and uh, you know, and and how we think that plays into you know time on the water, fishability, keeping your composure, all of those different things. That's a huge age gap, um, you know, especially for you guys to all be under one roof. Uh, Mr. Matthew Scotch, who is a legend, a, a big hammer down there. Uh, actually, uh, you know, Matt and you tang have have tangled up on you know on that tick on that Texas. Uh, Mississippi border multiple times coming back and forth over in each other states. Matt's a hammer everywhere that he goes. Uh, Derek Brundle, uh, you know, it feels like from the outside, he kind of come in out of nowhere. This is a dude that's uh, that's put in the work, been super focused. Ken Wood uh, made his first showing last year in the 10. He's back for round two this year, showing that he can grind, that he's got what it takes. And I'm pretty sure he's got a chip on his shoulder this year looking for redemption. Uh, Mike Elsie, we're interviewing here January 10th. He is, of course, the uh, the reigning KBF NC champion. Uh, he won this year down in uh, down in Bossier City, Louisiana. Uh, Josh Stewart, who always seems like he uh, he's a perpetual perennial bridesmaid. Uh, that's that's a dude that just about everybody puts money on. Um, this this is really shaping up from what I'm what I, from what I'm seeing as a fan of the sport for uh, for him to uh, to come down there and really kind of kind of kind of lay some smack down. He's definitely a favorite to watch for. And then, of course, Russ Snyder's this year's AOI. Uh, this cat uh, seemingly came out of nowhere, but this guy has been a Tennessee hammer for a long, long time and is finally showing the rest of the country what he can do and what he has. So uh, lots of competition to be had there. But all of these guys are competing for a lump sum of money. Uh, these guys have competed and traveled and put in time and blood, sweat and tears, hook sets left and right to compete in this event. This is, to me, in my opinion, the most elite uh, event in, uh, in in all of kayak fishing. Uh, this is a uh, this is this is a you've got to grind, you've got to fight to get here. Um, and this year the payouts are big. So let's talk about payouts. Brad, you ready for this? Yes, I suppose. I think we all are ready for it. All right. So KBF has stepped up uh, hardcore this year, 
and uh, and with with the help of of, of DZ, with the help of Kissimmee Sports, um, and 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 all of you guys that continue to pour yourselves into KBF, the culture, the events, all of those different things. There's 12 positions, um, or excuse me, could be 12 positions. There's currently 11 going into this. If you win the Tinvitational, uh, if or someone comes in and wins the Tinvitational earlier in that week then they get a bid to be in the 12th spot, right? So with that being said, uh, KBF and, uh, and and all the partners combined have stepped in pretty heavily and have put together a, uh, a prize package that um, that I've never seen before. Uh, Brad, we're, we're, you mentioned it earlier, but I'd like to hear it from you before we throw this graphic up. What do you think as far as where, where places should be paid down to? Why, and why is that important for the anglers? Well, it's and I like to see it all the way to tenth, but I mean even just to fifth is a good place because it gives everybody a chance to earn a little money for all the time they put in. Just being in the ten, you still get other items there for that. Your sponsorships it helps out on your sponsorships. It helps out on uh, a lot of other in a lot of other areas also. And but the payout is also it helps us get ready for the rest of the year. So as it comes in to us and we win this, it gives us a good start ahead of some of the others, which is good. I got you. Makes perfect sense. Make perfect sense. Well, I tell you what, it, to my knowledge, and somebody correct me in the world, but I, I feel like I'm in this space pretty well. Um, I believe this is the only tournament and the first tournament that I've ever seen where, Brad, every space is going to be paid. Well, this is going to be great. Every single one of you guys has already got a check. All 11 of you are already leaving with a check. Do you hear me? Is this thing on? All 11. If one of these guys comes in and wins and wins the Tinvitational, speaking of which, let's touch base on that real quick. Oh, 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 oh. I got to say something now. Hit me. This is out to Casey Reed. He said it was coming back, but since I'm the old guy, I need my medical insurance paid, so his <laughs> check will have my name on it. Y'all can just go ahead and do it that way. <laughs> that little bit will help. So I gotta have something for to have my uh, let's see, depends diapers on. You know, when we get a little bit older, or the Geritol, something of those. I need some payment to help me on that. I got you. Well, guys, instead of me announcing it and running through it all, how about I just throw the graphic up on the screen? You guys ready to see it? Y'all smash that heart button. Let's see it. Y'all smash that heart button. Let's light this thing up. Here we go. All right. In three, two, one. Here comes the graphic for the KVF DZ The 10 presented by DZ Truck Accessories and Kissimmee Sports. Here's your payout schedule, guys. Bam. Well, now I got to get my glasses. <laughs> I'll read it off here, guys. They're paying every single place. If you guys are, if you guys are in and you guys are there, they are paying every single space right there, guys. It is on. It is live. Brad, we can still hear you. I just moved our video off the screen so we can have oh, the traffic problem. up here. But, uh, guys, uh, if you come in and you win the uh, the, uh, the the Tinvitational, you're automatically guaranteeing another $1,000 because you you're going to be in at least 12th place in the 10. They're going to pay from 6th place all the way down to 12th, $1,000. In fifth place, you're taking home two grand. In fourth place, you're taking home three. Four thousand dollars will go to third place. A whopping five thousand dollars.
for second place in this 12-man competition and the grand the grand champion no more splitting $10,000 the grand champion is going to take home $10,000 wow I love it you guys get your screenshots now cuz here it goes get your screenshots now what do you get what do you think bro what do you think man I usually try to be in the top five, but I think I might push it a little bit harder this year. Ken Wood just says going home with a thousand dollars. Woohoo! <laughs> well, it's like I used to tell the military. They said, "When you know, do a class," and I stand up and they said, "What's your expectation?" I said, "All y'all got to do is beat me." This is why I'm here to pass. It's the same where I pass or not. I'm not worried about being the top of the class. I'm just here to pass. I, I tell you what, that part. He only knows. guys. I tell you what, when it when it finally, when it finally got when everything got got uh, got approved, and let me let me tell you guys, and, and we're gonna we gotta get back in here to Brad, but let me touch base with you guys real quick on 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 the Chad Hoover that I know and the Chad Hoover that I love. Uh, when this man called me today and and had and had everything, they've been working on this for months. When he called me today this morning and realized that all this was done deal, we wanted to announce it yesterday. And when he when it all got done and he called me today and he said that, dude, we're able to do this for these these competitors and for these anglers. Uh, that man was the happiest of, of any kid on any Christmas morning of anybody I've ever seen. So, uh, you know, Chad takes a lot of hits. Chad takes a lot of fire. I'm telling you guys right now, Chad and the entire team at KBF, along with these companies that have, have come in and stepped up hard. These companies are coming in because of what you guys, the anglers, are doing on the water and off the water and the type of support. So when we ask you guys to share a video, to smash a like button, to go in and like this, to comment there, when you guys do that, that's what these companies see out of us. And they see that that, that we have that type of ability and that type of reach. And uh, that's what's make this thing happen. Gone are the days for this year of splitting a $10,000 check. I'll throw the graphic up one more time because I know everybody wants to see it one more time, but there you go, guys. There's your payout for this year's DZ, the 10. Uh, I still got Mike Elsie's comment on the screen. My bad. Uh, KBF's uh, DZ, the 10, presented by DZ Truck Accessories and Kissimmee Sports, uh, the Kissimmee Chain of Lakes down in Florida, uh, January 31st and, and February 1st. This event is going to be fire. Going to be fire. So anyway, guys, we'll talk more about that a little bit later on. I'll bring it up a little bit more uh, in the show once we get done. But let's get back in here to Mr. Brad. Uh, Brad, does that change anything for you, bro? Does that any kind of motivation to go down here and, and, and do better? Well, it's like Ken said. We know where we're starting. Now we just got to work it out to make it better. That's Hey, I need to write that down. We know where we're starting. Now you just got to work it out and make it better. You're already coming in and, and getting $1,000 to show up. If you put in the work this year to get into the 10 house, you're already taking home $1,000. Boom. Yeah, that'll be a like everybody else is posting. That's a thank you, Chad, and thank you, KBL, for that. Yep, yep, absolutely. Big, big shout out, like I said, to DZ. When we guys tell you to go in and go like their stuff, go comment, go find them on Instagram and Facebook, tag them, keep their stickers on your stuff. Kissimmee Sports, this is not the only time we're going to be on this body of water down here. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this thing. So it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, Josh Stewart's comment says, can I use a spinning rod? <laughs> as, long as, not, as long as it doesn't have a uh, Senko on it. <laughs> So now, uh, uh, all right. So going into this year's ten, this is this is this is a powerhouse worth of guys, Brad. 
So, I mean, what are, what are you expecting? I'm going to throw their faces back up here on the screen a little bit. Keep a little bit of the drama up, right? Brad, so, I mean, what are you expecting going in this year differently than the first time you went to the 10? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's like kind of like Ken said. He's a little worried about fishing the southern water, something he hadn't been used to. It would be like if I went north and had to fish way up there, unless it's right in the middle of the summertime or late summer with pads. So it's going to be, I look for the Southern guys to, uh, to do something on this one, but it doesn't mean it always works that way. Okay. And right. Several of them can come up and throw just the right bait at the right time and just bring mm -hmm. it home. There's a good mix of not Southern guys in this house this year. Yes, it is. So, you know, we, you know, there's, there's a, uh, you know, two guys coming out of Maine, there's several guys coming from up north, you know, Indiana, Illinois. Uh, you know, th this this is this is a house very much, very diverse group of guys coming into this house this year. So, Brad, with, with all of that, I, I'm, I'm going to throw you on the spot, man. Welcome to the show. We're doing this every week, but I want you to weigh in. Who are the three guys in this group that 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 you worry about the most? Well, it's not to short any of them. No, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I know. But uh, Josh is on my team. Okay. Like you mentioned, I fish against Matthew several times. And one time, one time, I bumped him. Every time else, I'm using one right behind him. And Cody. That would be so. It would be Cody, Josh, and Matthew. I got you. Not anybody else because they're, they're right there. Like you just said, they're all right here in the team. There's 11 of us right there together. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, coming into this house, how does, how do you feel like you, you, you're, you're, you're the elder in the house. I've made jokes of it before, but you're going to be the elder in the house this year. Uh, you know, uh, you know, coming, coming in at, you know, at just a hair older than the rest of the crew. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're coming into the house as the elder. What, I mean, do, do you think that, do you think that age or, or, or do you think that's going to play a benefit to you in any way? Especially when we get to talking with a guy like Dylan, like we get to talking with the kid. He's 15, Brad. Like he, you were 42. I'm not trying to be aggressive. I'm just stating facts. You were 42 years old when Dylan was born. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does do, do you think that plays to your benefit or to Dylan's? Uh, it could play either either way. Here, uh, I think it'll play more to my benefit than to his. But he's he's wanting to learn. He's out there to learn. We're all out there to learn. But he's really just sucking it all in. So he may find the right thing. It may go right for him. I just hope it doesn't, Dylan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, in in years past, we 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 guys, you guys all had this event down at Bienville, and you guys would bunk up, and we had you guys all in one house. We're bringing that back. Uh, you guys are all going to be uh, uh, in in a, uh, in a in a phenomenal place, and I should have my notes in front of me because I don't really looking like a real pro show here, guys. Y'all stay with me. Uh, you guys are going to be at uh, at the Encore Resorts at Reunion. Um, I did some googling on this place earlier. Uh, this looks like a neighborhood full of mansions with pools and hot tubs, and I mean, it just like does does any of that become a distraction, Brad? Do you feel like does any oh, of, of, of you guys in a house become a distraction? No, because we usually we'll, we'll get to talking with each other. We're some of us will play around some of the ideas we have, and and it's funny because I may know what Josh is going to use, but that doesn't mean I'm going to use it. 
he may know what I'm going to use, you know, after we done fished a day or two. Several of us would end up doing that. We'll know which each of us is using. And I may end up figuring out, okay, well, he's using that and that. Well, maybe I need to try this. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. Not necessarily that I need to use what he's using, but it gives me a choice to use something else, try something a little bit different. And maybe it'll go from there. But as for being in the big house, we're looking, we're 20, 20 minutes away from the uh, main lake at Tahoe. So, and that's not bad either. That, that's not a, because a lot of times I've stayed a lot farther than that, an hour and a half from uh, Lacrosse to where I fished up on the north end. And so the distance is, that's not that bad there. And I think it gives us a little bit of break to be away from the water and still seeing it right outside the windows a lot of times. And it gives us a chance to relax and we'll be back on the water each morning, ready to go and fight it out. Whether we'll know what each other is doing throughout the day, maybe, maybe not. But we know what we got to do. Each of us has got to do. So that's where it comes in. We just got to beat ourselves. Now, in, in, the, in the history books, right, how much do you to put in put stock into having this as a title, having this as a place that goes on the mantle. You know, we did the show last night with three out of the four champions, um, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and to have those guys come in and be able to have this feather, so to speak, in their cap. This is a big event. This this event is my favorite event of the year. I make no secret of that. I think this is I think this is the pinnacle of this sport. I like this more than I like the NC, but that's me as a fan. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. And so, it, 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 but what do you think um, uh, th this this does for some of these guys to to come in and get this right now? C Cody's the only guy that that's that's tasted this level in this house. What do you think that this win does for any of the other ten guys in this house? Depends on how we use it. I mean, depends on what you're wanting too on that part. It could give us a lot of opportunity out there because now with this 10, it's the fourth one. Believe that's right. Yep, that's right. And so all your sponsors have seen that we've gone three years, seen how it's developed, how KBF and Chad has developed it, how it's pushed out. These people, uh, the first year, two years, three years, and four years, they see these people up there. Now they start wondering, okay, where, where were they in the top 20 of the other years? So they may even check that to see how everybody's standing. We got Dylan, the runt in the group, but he's coming up. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and they'll see that too. So they'll start watching him. And they'll see where he's at next year and the next and the next. So that's what he's got. Whether he wins or not, he's being seen here. And that's making a lot of difference there. For each one of the guys, they're being seen. And how they come up, if they win it, it's going to be how well they can play it. And I mean, not saying you're better than everybody, but playing it to playing it to your advantage, working with your to-be sponsors or people that you want to sponsor you, and take your time and be easy about it. You just don't jump up and say, I won this. I need to be this sponsor. I need to have this sponsor. You let them know, and they'll make that decision. And But it gives you a better credibility by winning it, but you still got a good credibility by being in the top of this 11 here, the top 10. 
So that makes a lot of difference. No, for sure. Well, now, and now it's funny that you even said that because that's actually the next segment that I want to kind of lead into is talking about the fraternity and talking about this kind of brotherhood that goes into coming in this house. Like I said, you, you were here in 2017 and, and you guys all getting together and, and spending a lot of time um, around, around each other and a lot of time in the house. You guys talk a lot about the community and the culture and 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 how we do these different things together um, it, to 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 get more out of your companies, to get more companies, to give more to your companies, to do more in your own community and the bigger stage of the community. You guys kick around all those ideas. I mean, that, that's something you guys do regularly. I've had the pleasure to watch over the last couple of weeks of all you guys in a in a, in a private uh, uh, a text group where 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 I mean, you guys are already starting to kind of build that dynamic. Why do you think that's so important, Brad? Uh, I think it's to me, it's better than the boats. I know you have a lot of people out there in the boat groups that uh, are friends together. And I've seen it from the old days on the, some of the older, but the newer ones, they're out for them. Uh, it's got to be for them. They are, they're scared to make friendships. Those few that do, I think, survive a whole lot longer. And that makes a lot of difference here. We're making friends all the way up, helping each other. You never know when you might be the one down or you might need to kayak or you lose all your rods or they're all stolen or somebody tries to knock you in the face with a uh, weight. And so you can whistle better. That'd be Adam, you know, much much love riser, much love, bro. (laughs) Yeah, It's just the different things there that, uh, I can take it for one. I got uh, Paul. He asked me about wanting me to sponsor, be one of his, one of sponsor me. And Paul does unfair lures. Well, I wasn't doing salt. And that's all he had at the time. So I set him up with one of my Mississippi guys. I said, I got that's just a guy for you. So it doesn't necessarily mean the sponsors for you. You might know somebody else that'll be better at the sponsorship that to support somebody. And you might want to point them in that direction. And sometimes that, that works better. And it's just uh, one way of looking at it. It may not be for you. It may be for somebody that you know better. But then there's always that, that chance that something to come around and something to be there for you. Well, this year, and I know we talked about the payout earlier, but coming into this house, all of you guys have always left with more than what you came in with. And I don't just mean material things. I, I, I mean that on a, on, a, on a much deeper level. But but this year, the money's going to be there. It's already on the table when you guys walk in the door. Uh, you guys are just fighting to see how much of it you get in the, in the, in the over $30,000 prize pool to, to, to fight amongst the 11 or possibly 12 of you guys. Um, how much do you put into, Brad, uh, this Tinvitational and bringing in an outsider that can win a spot in? Is that something you guys like? Is that something you dislike? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I see pros and cons in both of it. Uh, we kind of like the idea of the 10 be the 10. I know we have one extra this year because three of us tied for ninth. I'm one of those. Uh, but we can always, one of us, 11, win that at the Timbertational, and that solves that problem. So it'll just be 11 of us there, and we just go from there. So if the guy gets in, he's not part of, he's not part of the 10, but he's, you know, give him the chance to fish against us. That's kind of seeing how we see it. I got you. I got you. So, so in a small way, you guys have already kind of 
formed a little bit of a brotherhood just over the last couple of weeks or, you know, around protecting, you know, your house already. Right. Yes. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Well, I know there's a lot of guys coming down to, to dip into this invitational pot. And I'm telling you right now, that payout structure that we just saw throw up on the screen, uh, that's going to change a lot of minds. Folks that are on the fence here, not that whatever you come down and you get in. If you, if you win the Tinvitational, you know, you're taking home a grand right off the get go, uh, you know, and potential to take home a $10,000 first place. And even then, you know, anywhere in that top three or four or five, uh, you know, that's a pretty good payday for most folks in, in kayak industry. Uh, you know, so, so definitely something to look and to see. I, I think that, uh, what we saw last year with Fader come in and win his way in and the way that they drew the lakes and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I like that as a, as a, as a fan, I like that in the community, but then again, I'm not with you guys 11 battling out to see, you know, who, who gets the spot. So uh, I, I, I'm excited about it, but uh, you know, the Tim invitational this year too is um, it's, it's not going to have, it's a hundred percent payout. There's no holdbacks in any capacity. There's zero holdbacks this year, guys in the Tim invitational. So if you guys are on the fence and you're looking about it, I know Brad's shaking his head. Don't want me at marketing and advertising. No, no, right now. Josh, what? I know too, Josh. I also know what Cody's bait is. <laughs> I know Cody's favorite bait from Florida. Money talks. Look at there, Josh. There you go. See? So I'm not so sure about this brotherhood that you guys have put together that y'all are just talking about. They see, yeah, they're, well, seeing, well, they're ready yeah. to tell each other out. They know mine's been, my fate will be the frog. That'd be one of them. So, yeah. Well, everywhere I I think you could go ice fishing and you would throw a frog. I feel like Brad. It is funny watching them bust through the ice to try to catch a frog. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I, think, I think I need to bring out one of my, or two of my old baits. That that's a that's a sight right there. That cracks me up. That cracks me up. Well, Brad, man, uh, what what going into this going into this event this year? Now that you've seen the payouts and that's laid out before you, uh, uh, what what's what's your what's your big goal, boss man? What do you what do you want to what do you want to walk in with, and what do you want to leave out with? What's your thoughts? I always shoot to be in the top five, but here I'm gonna think I'm shooting for the first, walk in for it, and leave with it. I know there's a lot of good guys there, so. Fellas, you guys all got an opportunity each night the next 11 days to uh, to to put in your own two cents on this thing. But Brad Case right here says he's planning on walking in and walking out with it. So what's the age difference now? What did you say it was? It's 42 years between you and 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 the KBF kid, Dylan himself. So right between now. from the professor to the kid is a 42-year age gap in the same house. So who's the next oldest, 47 or 44? Uh, the next oldest, I believe, uh, we've got a couple of 44s in the house. Elsie uh, is 45. So Elsie okay. may be the next That means I get a 12-inch uh, uh, <laughs> handicap. <laughs> hey, I don't make the rules, Chad. I'll let you, I'll let you be the judge of that. We'll get the KBF rules team together. It should be cool fast. <laughs> yes. In Florida, down in this Kissimmee chain of lakes. Yeah, I don't think I think that 12-inch fish will get cold really quickly. 
Uh, absolutely interesting. Well, boss man, uh, I, I, I can't thank you enough for your time tonight, man, getting out here and, and getting on the show. Uh, I'll see you down in Florida. Uh, we, you know, we'll have you guys on every, you know, I, I got, uh, I got all of your competitors coming on. Thank you for kind of grabbing the bull by the horns and being first here to kind of dive into this thing. Um, uh, you know, I, I'd love to roll out the red carpet for you before you go, man. Anybody you want to thank any kind of shout out you want to give, here's your opportunity, my brother. Oh, it's just, uh, we all thank our sponsors and I run to the list, which is, uh, Wiley, uh, wilderness systems, Spro, Yak attack, torpedo, uh, and, uh, I mean, I just keep going. I'm, shoot. I have AO coolers, fish grips, a few others there too. So it's going to be a wonderful year. Anything, anything different from your rig this year from last year? No, not too much difference. Uh, other than I've gone to a Garmin over Lawrence to see how well I like it. Oh, so that's going to be new down here at Kissimmee. And I've gone to a side scan, which I had never had before. So my deep the water. Professor. Now, the professor a, stepping up the classroom, huh? Yeah. The garbage so side scan. Upgrade. I've gone to side scan. I'm interested to hear. We'll talk privately. I'm interested to hear some of your thoughts on that because I know how you fish. So I'm, I'm interested to hear how, uh, what, what some of your thoughts are. We're going to talk privately off screen. Sorry guys. Uh, one of the perks, one of the perks of getting to spend your time with all these guys. <laughs> so, um, well, Brad, man, you, you know, you know, I love you to death again. Thank you so much for everything that you've done, everything that you do for this community. Um, I know that you still stay pretty heavily involved, uh, you know, with a lot of your soldiers, you get a lot of guys out in kayak fishing, doing different things. You stay heavily involved in that community. Um, what, uh, what's tournament goals for you before you go, what's tournament goals for 2020? There's a lot of new stuff on the table this year. What, what, what are you, what are you doing? What you can't see right there. Uh, I think it's all the pros, which I noticed the change now for the Kentucky is where the pro, uh, championship will be instead of just a pro tournament. What do you think about that? Being interesting. It's not, it's in the summertime. So. I hadn't had but one time to fish it in the summer and I won our early spring, late spring, May, and I won that one. So that wasn't the KBF, but it'll be interesting now. It'll give me a chance to see. And I was fishing on the Barkley side. Yeah. But uh it'll be interesting. I placed good when I did the Hobies up there. So springtime could be a little bit different for me. I got you. I got you. Well, boss, man, I love you to death. I'll see you in just a couple of weeks. If you need anything out of me between now and then, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, I'm excited to see uh, to see how this 10 plays out for you and all these other guys. And like I said, you said it first, you're planning to walk in and walk out with that $10,000 payday. I, uh, I'm excited to see whether or not you can pull it off, prof. No, I hope so. I hope so. But it could be anybody. It's still always anybody's money. And yeah. the old, old saying is that one cast can change it all. Yep. No, absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate your time, Brad. I'm going to let you get out of here. I'm going to close this show on out. Thanks so much, man, for your time, and I'll catch up with you next time. Okay. So when do you want to talk about the other stuff? Yeah, I'm going to call you. I'm, gonna, I'm I got you, bro. I got you. I appreciate it, bro. All right. <laughs> good luck, everybody, and have a good year on fishing. Thank you so much, Case. Guys, that is the professor right there, Mr. Brad Case. Uh, I'm going to throw this graphic up on the screen one more time for you guys. 
and uh, and and walk through these guys and walk through this competition. Uh, we are just a few days away from, uh, or a few weeks away, I should say. Uh, let me hide my screen there. Uh, a few weeks away from getting all of these guys down in a house down at Kissimmee, uh, Kissimmee, Florida. Thanks to Kissimmee Sports and DZ and Kayak Bass Fishing for hosting the ten. This is uh, going to be a tournament unlike anything I've ever seen before um, in, in kayak fishing. This is a tournament where there's 11, potentially 12 guys, depending on what happens at the 10 Invitational. And, uh, and just for all you guys, I'm going to go ahead and throw up that, uh, that, that payout graphic one more time. Again, this is an 11, possibly 12-man event. That's it. And these guys are already putting up and promising to pay over 30000 dollars for this single event when you walk in the door if you've already registered or you've already made it into this event you're already getting a thousand dollar payday the, uh, when you walk in it's going to be absolutely fire i can't wait to see all this thing pans out it's my favorite event of the seasons uh when we when we ask you guys to share something to tag somebody to go in and like this to go over and hit up a dz and everything that those guys are doing or to go check out kissimmee sports and everything that those doing uh, you know, or to be patient and to be, uh, you know, to be, uh, you know, positive with what the KBF team and staff are doing. It's because those guys are putting in the work behind the scenes to get this stuff done. And guys, they have got it done in a way like I've never seen before. So tomorrow night we've got uh, the uh, who is my who's tomorrow night? Tomorrow we've got. Oh, man, my mind just went blank. I think tomorrow I got Jamie Broad. Is that right? Yeah. Tomorrow I got Jamie coming on the show. 830 Eastern time. His graphics will go up early in the morning. You make sure you guys share those throughout the day. He will be here on the way in on episode 31. Uh, if you guys need anything out of me between now and then, you know where to reach out to me. Uh, I guess I could throw my throw my beautiful face back up here on the screen one more time. Huh? Uh, but uh, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being part of the way in. If you missed any of this, you can, of course, go back in and watch the live stream. Or you can go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in. Catch up on this or any of the previous 30 episodes. Uh, sometime late tomorrow morning, uh, we'll have this episode up and available for your podcast. So on your ride home from work, if you want to download the audio from this and just tune it in on your podcast, uh, you're welcome to do that there. Uh, big shout out again to Brad Case. I thank you so much, brother. Much love to you for everything that you do and everything that you've done. I'm pulling for you here, brother. I'm excited about this event. I can't wait to, can't wait to get down here and get in this house with all you guys. Uh, other than that, I'm done. I'm going to quit rambling. Uh, this is Scott Butcher signing off, telling you guys thank you for tuning in for the weigh-in, telling y'all to tackle your dreams. We'll catch up with you later. See ya. Bam. That's a huge payout. That's a huge freaking payout. I just bam.